0: All right, welcome to another edition of A Personal Trainer's Guide to Wealth Creation. And uh, on this particular episode, I'm very excited to have uh, a good friend, former student, uh, coach for myself and Brad at Craig P.T. Wealth, Mr. Brett Campbell. Welcome, mate.
1: Brother, it's uh, it's great to be spending these moments with you, mate. It's, it's great. It's great to be here.
0: Yeah. And what a journey, like uh, it's been. We met, uh, I'd, I'd say, it'd be on eight years ago, mate. And uh, that was, you know, time flying by. And uh, you know, like well, I'm fond of telling people that, you know, when you meet certain people in life, no matter what time, you just have that instant connection with. And uh, mate, you were one of those individuals that. You know, for whatever reason, we just had that automatic bond and, you know, eight years down the track, here we are and, mate, we're doing <laughs> this uh, episode, you know, and who would have thought eight years ago that I'd be on here now and, we're, you know, really the point of me talking to today is I'm just so excited for you, mate, and what you've done and what you've achieved and people you've helped and, more importantly, the uh, the new book that you've got out. Um, I'm dying to find out more about it personally, mate, about this book so uh, mate, firstly, you know, can you share a little bit about just you know your background leading up to the book, and mm. you know how how your journey, uh, like I said, not just from the eight, like eight years have, has evolved, and how it's gotten you to this point.
1: Yeah, brother, um, mate. Just to that, it's it's you know eight years ago, um, and I say this and I share this. You know, it's the my life literally that's where things really started to kick into gear, you know, and and I do pay a lot of credit to yourself, um, mate, uh, not only for, you know, the mentorship you've provided throughout the years, but the brotherhood that we've created and, you know, Mm. now being able to, you know, pay the favors back to you and, mate, I just see us, you know, helping each other along, along this journey. So it's been absolutely an honor in that sense. But um, I guess if we go back to, you know, where did it all start, you know, it was, I was five years old, and I was playing outside. Uh, the we were living in a caravan at the time. You know, we were living in um, Sydney, Australia. Um, my sister, myself, mother, and father. And I was playing outside. I remember it this day vividly. It was sunny, um, and I heard my name being yelled, and I was like, "Brett, Brett, Brett," and uh, I was like, "Oh no, what have I done?" You know, I was that rascal kid. Um, go figure. And it was my mum yelling out my name and I ran up into the caravan, stuck my head through the caravan door and there in front of me was my father. He'd just gotten back from the pub um, and he had my mother in his hands and he was about to throw her through the caravan window. And um, my mother said to me, she goes, Brett, run across the road, run across the road and get some help. So I ran across the road and got some help. And that's all I remember about that actual moment. Um, And the next thing I knew, my sister, my mother and myself were on an airplane moving to New Zealand to start a new life. Um, and I remember at that very young, early age, you know, for a five year old boy to put the weight of the world on his shoulders. And and I remember, you know, saying to myself that I'll do everything in my power to make sure that I can look after my mother and my sister. You know, I guess that's where I said, you know what, I will be the man of this family. I had no clue of obviously how to do it, you know, but it was, it was something that mm. I felt that I had to take on that responsibility in my entire life, you know, that's been a driving force and a premise behind why I do what I do. Um, mm. So, you know, growing up, you know, I come from that background where I wasn't given the silver spoon, you know, everything I've ever created, I've had to work for. So, you know, I'm very humbled by that, you know, being able to have that um, that ability to, to get out there and be hungry and work and do what I needed to do. You know, that's one of the greatest lessons that, you know, I thank my mother for um, instilling in us. And, you know, it, it, I learned a lot throughout that journey, but it, it got to a point, you know, we'll, f- we'll fast forward to high school and, you know, I got kicked out of high school. No surprises as to why. is because I spoke too much, you know. I was a kid in class. I was, you know, I'd, I'd be more, um, and this definitely do not surprise you, but, you know, I, I went to school to hang out with my mates, you know, and and to have fun, and um, got to a point where I was, you know, the funny thing was, Jay, like, I wasn't a bad student, you know what I mean, like, I I was actually quite a smart dude, and I'd get my work done really quickly, but then I just wanted to talk and annoy other people, Um, (laughs) and uh, got to a point where I got called into the principal's office one day, and he goes, look, Brett, um, you know, a lot of your teachers are saying you're disturbing, your um, classmates, like it got to the point where I'd walk into my English class, and the teacher would literally point to the hallway, and she goes, "You're out there today." And I'm like, "What? What do you mean?" I'd go out there, and my a desk was sitting in the hallway waiting for me. <laughs> I was like, "What the?" You know. And uh, so I ended up taking the advice uh, of the the teachers or the principal. I didn't really have much choice, um, and. Yeah, I didn't know what I was going to do. It was for me. It was that. Oh my God, I've let my mum down. You know, I've let my family down. What am I going to do? She always said my mouth would get me in trouble. You know, I just didn't realise it would get me kicked out of school. And but luckily enough, you know, an opportunity arose, and it was you know the, the the local cabinet making factory was looking for an apprentice. So I thought, well, at high school I was good at three things: woodwork, physical education, lunch. Um, I wasn't going to get paid to eat lunch, so I decided to become. A cabinet maker. I was like, yeah, I like woodwork. I know how to make a boomerang. I made a pencil case. <laughs> how hard can this stuff be, right? So I uh, embarked on as as a cabinet maker, and the thing with that though was, I knew from day one that I was not put on this planet to be a cabinet maker. Mm-hmm. I knew that. I literally went home after my first day as a cabinet maker, and I cried. I bawled my eyes out. Actually, I've never shared that with anyone. Actually, well. Wow. I I literally bawled my eyes out to my mother saying, this is not what I want to be doing. I don't Mm. want to do this. And I remember the words from my mother, her advice, you know, and bless her her heart, she was doing the best with what she had at the time. I now realize that. But she said, just stick it out, son. It'll it'll be something great for you to be able to fall back on if you ever need it. Mm. Right. And uh, at the time, I didn't know none the wiser. So I was like, you know what, well... (laughs) let's um let's just stick at it and whenever i set my mind to something if i stick at it I, I will try and be the best that i can be at it and i'll never settle for for average um and you know as i have my goal then became how do i own this place how do i mm. own this factory and you know i um did what i did and fast forward you know it got to a point where i was the first cabinet maker in, in the um, business history to be signed out of his apprenticeship a year earlier. So apprenticeship lasts for four years. I got signed uh-huh. off in three years and then given a, um, the opportunity to lead an entire new department of the business and they were grooming me to take over the business. You know, uh-huh. and all the meantime, I knew that I didn't want to be there. And I <laughs> knew the desire for something greater was building with inside of me every single day, but I was, staying on the route that seemed like the right path for me. Mm. And, um, you know, again, I share that cause it could be someone listening to this going, shit, I'm currently doing something that I know I'm not supposed to be doing. And for me at the time, I didn't, I didn't know any, anything else. I didn't, I was, you know, in the, the town, I grew up in very low socioeconomic area. There weren't no opportunities flying around. Um, and it got to a point where the pain got so bad that, um, I ended up walking into the office and I ended up leaving. I said I have to leave, I can't do this anymore. And you know, got to got to take into account as well at that that stage, you know, I was 22 years old. I'd already had a, I had a mortgage because I just built my first house and you know, it, it wasn't an easy decision to make. You know, it wasn't like a lot of young guys now where you've got no financial commitments, you've got no family, all of those things, you know, I had I had some you know, big decisions to make there, but the pain got you know, so bad that I you know, I was waking up every morning almost in tears, just going, This is not what I'm meant to be doing. And um, so, yeah, it got to a point where I ended up jumping on an aeroplane and moving to Australia. And, um, mate, that's that's where we connected. You know, I flew over to um, Australia and, you know, my chips were starting to run out. You know, I'd tried the woodworking leg. I was good at physical education and lunch. Again, I wasn't going to get paid to eat. So I thought, well, why don't I just take up? A- you know, become a personal trainer. So that I did and you know, I remember um actually I got a letter in the mail and it was um from two guys running a um running some seminar. I didn't even really know what they were, you know, running an event. Teaching me how I could earn four hundred and forty dollars an hour as a personal trainer, I said, "Shit, I got to learn me some of this, right?" You know I mean, who, who's this? Who's this bald head guy? You know, saying he's earning four hundred and forty four dollars. Four hundred and forty dollars. That was like nearly my week's wages as a cabinet maker, and I was like, "There is something to this." So, mate, that's that's where we connected. You know, I said, I remember I sat in the front row, um, and I told you guys after that first day of the seminar, I said, you know, I am going to become a coach for you guys, and you know, and 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 that was that attitude that I guess I've brought through the end of my entire life is if I have a crack at something I want to you know do the best that I can and I, and you know try and do whatever I can to to you know I guess more so to push myself as well you know because I believe within side of myself that I am destined for something great which you know now I guess the the trajectory and the you know where we've led to to now you know fast forward 8 years from us connecting and everything that that's uh, happened since then um Mate, it's just a, its an absolute um, blessing to be able to sit here and actually go back through that that journey. So, mate, before I take up our entire time together, um, <laughs> I'm actually—I'm finding this very therapeutic. You
0: know, um, <laughs> talk I've, like, I've gone into ai have gone into a trance like state myself where i'm yeah. just going i'm there I'm, I'm, that's for a bit going. i'm gonna to have to ask him a question at some point but i'm just <laughs> not sure where it's gonna come
1: yeah <laughs> no it's it's um it's funny because that's that you know the connection that we have it's just like we're just having a good old chat and there's probably some things that i've already said here that we actually haven't even had a talk about before um, mm. which is which is pretty interesting but mate um if you want to Ask me a question. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, it has been the easiest interview up to this point because yeah. I, I've I've really just. Uh it's been good though because it's, it's forced me to listen as well and uh, yeah, you're right there are some things that i've heard that uh well i've heard some of it before not all of it uh the standout for me is what you said about you know i remember seeing you at the seminar and you, you come up and it wasn't the words that you said it was how you said it and the and the in the the uh the way the energy got delivered when you said i'll be working with you guys at mm-hmm. some point and uh i felt it i went that yeah I, I believe every word of it and the other interesting part that i i wasn't aware of was that how you come to meet us was through that letter and uh the part that i like what i just heard you say Mm -hmm. then is like you saw that letter and went 440 which was you know if anybody wanted to research brad obviously the the, the, you know co-founder of T wealth did charge that um, Mm -hmm. plenty of evidence he charged that and you said i have got to get me some of that where you know for a lot of people it can be oh that's bullshit no one ever want to pay that and already you see the difference in that mindset and, you know, the fact that you, you saw it as something that was definitely possible for you or beyond that, yeah. you know, where, where I see other people that can't fa- fathom it. So that was a part that really stuck out for me when you were talking then to go, you know, it's no wonder that when you see people succeed down the track when I just heard that bit there, yeah. you, you saw it and that was it, that instant mindset that shit yeah i want to get myself some of that it's such an important point for people listening to to catch yourself if you ever see something doesn't mean me gullible to stuff you claim you hear out there but in that case it was like i want this for myself Mm. that was more that that was more the thing that you said wasn't so much about out of the 440 it's like i want some of that you know that's where i want to be so you know i was open to it i was
1: open and what's what's important to add to that as well as i was ready man I was, I was a kid who had this burning desire within him his entire life to reach this thing of greatness, which I did not have any clue of what that even meant. I I was, I was pulled from within, you know, and more and more entrepreneurs that I chat with and have these discussions with, you know, it's the same feeling, you know, you ask any entrepreneur, do you truly feel that you are put on this planet to contribute beyond yourself? And everyone agrees. Everyone goes, yes. But the pr- problem is majority of people right now don't actually um, you know what that even means or they don't understand that. I, I was just ready. I would have, if you had said, man, follow me and let's jump off this bridge, I would have jumped off the bridge and had a crack, you know, <laughs> because I was ready. I was very susceptible at that time as well, mm-hmm. you know, and-, and it's just lucky you guys weren't shysters, you know, because I, I could have been down a totally different path. But, um, you know, I just <laughs> through that, you know, it was – and, and something that again I make credit where credit's always due is and I always tell everyone this as well um, you know you, you had and have had one of the most major influences on my life in the sense of you know introducing me to myself um, mm. and I, I think it's, it's something that I was you know again I was searching for I was ready for and um, you know it the whole thing about you know building a fitness business which i did you know and i've done very successfully you know we've we've generated over 450,000 leads got 45,000 customers from around the world you know we built a and when we started our group training business we went from one location to 35 locations in 6 months you know i've had a lot of success in a fitness space um mm. but one thing i discovered throughout this entire journey you know journey of self and business um was that there's a lot more to life than just turning up and doing something that you're good at. Mm. Because that was, I guess, something, an Achilles heel of mine as well was, um, you know, all ego aside, I'll park it for a minute, but I was always good at a lot of things. Mm. But I was never great. You know, like, Mm. yeah, I was the captain of all our sports teams at our local high school, but I wasn't the captain of our... You know, national team, et cetera. You know, I was good. I wanted to to be a part of everything because um, mm. I actually enjoyed that. But then what I found was that sort of mentality, attitude, etc., was transferring into business as well. You know, I was like, okay, cool. I'll, mm. I'll do this because I can, you know. When we started building a, a massive community of people, I'm like, yep, let's create that. Then let's build this. Let's do this. And I put it down to, I um, mean, I talk about in the book, you know, as well. And just to give some context to the book, the book's called "Right Now." Why not you? And why not now? And um, I'll share the story about that and, and how that was created. But you know, I talk about yeah you know, some of the major roadblocks that are holding us back in life. And for me, the biggest roadblock was life is okay. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that I was on my bare knees and I was struggling, I had, you know, nothing. It was actually things were going really great on the outside. What looked fantastic, you know, to other people, the inside for me, I just felt like I was a few degrees off, you mm-hmm. know, so I'd build a big business, you know, we're doing really well, helping hundreds of thousands of people, but I was forgetting the most important thing. And that, that was myself. I was forgetting mm-hmm. to really, you know, I was building I was chasing opportunities. I wasn't building any. Very clear, mm. distinct difference. Um and you know, where it really stemmed from was um when I left New Zealand, one of my dear friends, um, Azri is her name, she got diagnosed with breast cancer. And um, you know, that whole thing of out of sight, out of mind type scenario, like I because I, I left, I didn't actually see or you know, didn't experience what she was going through until I actually, I flew back um, one stage and this was a f- wickedly defining moment for me and and I went back to see them and I asked her if she would like me to come along with her to her chemotherapy session and this is when she was, you know, all the way through, you know, no hair, all of, you know, she didn't look the best, all of those things and um, I just wanted to be there for her and I went in and, and I was in a room and there was like 20 patients all sitting there hooked up to their chemotherapy. And, you know, I was sitting in that room and I was just going, wow, you know, talk about, you know, having a glass of humble juice, you know, it was just really being grateful and looking at the, all these people were happy, they were smiling, you know, all they were making the best of the situation they had. Um, and here I was, you know, at that stage, you know, work master, try and build a business to make heaps of money right and it just brought a bit of perspective and um she went through chemotherapy and she came out the other side and everything was great two years later um she got a headache she went to the doctors they did just a precautionary scan and they found out she had a brain tumor and the cancer was back and um this time it was going to be a little bit harder to to beat than breast cancer and uh, it got to a stage where she was coming out the other end of of the um the treatment and I rang up my mate, Dara, um, who's her husband, and I said, look, I'm looking to come over, you know, come over for a bit of a holiday, and I'll come in and see everyone and spend some time with you and Uzri. He goes, yeah, yeah, cool. Well, she's finishing up her treatment, and um, she should be home, or she's actually gonna be home um, next week. And this was a Thursday night we are having this chat. She goes, yeah, she'll be home on Monday. I'm like, okay, cool. When should I come over? And he goes, well, maybe a couple of weeks, um, you know, a month, whatever, there's no hurry. He goes, whenever you can get time off. And I said to him, I said, oh, okay, well, I mean, I don't really have to ring up the boss, right? Um, And I'm sure whatever I tell the boss, you know, the boss will say yes to. (laughs) So I just said, "Um, look, I'll come over in a couple of weeks then. Hopped off the phone and I went to, I was like, I better book my ticket now or else I'll probably forget. Um, So I was sitting there at the computer. This was late at night on a Thursday, typing in, ready to book my ticket, and I was about to press purchase, and this weird, I say it's weird, it was just such an overwhelming feeling, my intuition just was just buzzing, and I didn't know what it was, I just knew that I couldn't purchase the ticket, so I rang him back up, and I said, look, um, I'm coming over next week, he goes, whoa, whoa, you don't have to, you know, like, you know, if, if it's okay to get time off work, And I said, look, it's pretty cool. Everything's fine. You know, I can take some time off whenever I want. So I booked my ticket to arrive on the Tuesday. So four days later. Um, And so booked the ticket, arrived in New Zealand Tuesday night. It was quite late. I rang up Dara, and I said to him, I said, oh, look, how is she feeling? And he goes, yeah, no, she's doing really good. She doesn't know you're coming. So, you know, we haven't told her yet. So it'll be a good surprise tomorrow morning. Anyhow, I uh, get to sleep, rock up to their house Wednesday morning, taxi drops me off, Dara's walking down the driveway to meet me, and I could just see something was a little bit different, like, you know, like he didn't get much sleep himself last night, and he he comes up, he goes, oh, um, just letting you know, I had a bit of a bad sleep last night, so she's, you know, she's sleeping, and she's in and out, and so I said, mate, that's totally cool, you know, he was just trying to warn me, and, and I went inside, and... Their house is very, very small. Like imagine a little old 1960s timber shack almost. Um, She was in a hospital bed because she still needed to be elevated because she'd just gone through the the last round of chemo. And um, the bed was too big to go through the hallway of their house. So she was in their lounge room. So I walk into the lounge and there's literally their couch, TV, and then her in the bed. And uh, she was sleeping, her eyes were shut. And I walked over to the bed and uh, sat down beside her grabbed her hand and it was like ice cold and uh, I kept holding it for a, for a few moments and then her eyes just opened and like I, I could see for a split second like there was no pain no nothing in her eyes it was just pure joy and, and she she said the word she goes Brett thank you so much for coming and um and then know, yeah, she faded off back to sleep a little bit, and uh, mate, three hours later she passed away in front of us. And um, this was a person who was coming out the other end of chemo, everything was looking great. For that to happen and to unfold that way, it was just, you know, it sort of shook me to my core. But in that moment, you know, I, I turned into, you know, beast mode, and what I mean by that was Her family around us was breaking down. Her husband was broken, as you would expect. And I knew someone had to take control. And, you know, I was the guy. I was bringing up all our friends. I was letting everyone know. I was organizing things, getting things sorted for the funeral and all of that. And it wasn't until I was sitting on the airplane on the way home seven days later, and I was sitting on the plane, and I literally just burst into tears. And, um, you know, the, the, the... um, air hostess come over and she's like, Oh, you okay? Is everything right? And I was like, that's totally, I'm totally good. I just need to sit with this. And it wasn't as much the sadness of her passing. It was, you know, I, I'd, I'd started to go through that and, and, you know, work through that grief. The real sadness came when I realized that I was not living to my full potential and that life is far too short for us to not be doing so. And that's where this question of why not you and why not now came. Because I was sitting there and I was like, come on, Brett. If you're being honest with yourself, what do you really want to do with your life? What if you had 12 months to live? What if you had five years left to live? Would you still be doing what it is that you are doing right now? And the answers to that you know, shook me because it wasn't. I had no ambitions to want to build a big franchise, a big a massive fitness business per se. You know, I had visions of standing on a stage in front of thousands of people sharing a message. And it was at that moment I realized what that message was. And then it was all the self-doubt comes in, right, saying, well, she's you know, who am I to be able to stand up there and to be able to say this, you know, I'm not no Tony Romans, I'm not no Les Brown, I'm not et cetera, et cetera. But then I ask myself, why can't I, why not me? Why can't I do it better than me? And then why not now? Like why wait another year? Why wait another 10 years? Why wait till you reach your goal of X, Y, Z that you've set in business? It was all a story. It was all just the shit I was telling myself. And that's where I declared, you know, right now. It's time to do something right now. It's time to make a decision right now to start moving forward to what I truly want to be doing on this planet.
0: Mm. And in and in reference to that, like you know, the uh, people do make that comparison. You know, you, you mentioned the words Anthony Robinson. That the the, the reality is, is they've just been doing it a lot longer. You know, but if of you course. never start, then. You know, everyone has something to offer and share at any given time. And so that's the part I agree with. It's some people wait and they never do anything. And then, you know, that's the reality is a missed opportunity. So so it's a a great question. I love it that why not you want it now? Because at some point, you know, like you make the decision. You you know, my, my feedback with that stuff is always go, other things you're going to, need to get better at develop more skills they are going to be better in 10 years time of course but that doesn't mean you wait mm, no way you know uh until you you know are trying to achieve this uh, unattainable invisible mm. finish line because you're holding yourself back so yeah man, I, I think that's a great illustration and a great point that you know is important for people to hear and i, I like to hear it over and over again myself uh, as a reminder constantly that that's the case so
1: yeah, I think, I think it's time that we, we, you know, for me especially it was, it was like I need to start turning these daydreams into reality. You know, stop putting my dreams on idle. Start doing something to move forward. You know, and the whole concept of this book right now, it's not about waving a magic wand and you're going to be solved and you're going to live the most fulfilled life. It's about taking actionable steps right now towards that goal, towards achieving what it is that you want to achieve. And for me at that time, I was building a business and I was spending more of my focus in that. And I was like, wait on, I I, I would much rather, you know, if I, and, and I asked myself the question, what if I had 12 months to live? Shit, what if I had six months to live? And then the next question came to me, go, what would I do for free for the rest of my life if money was not even an object? When mm-hmm. I, mean, I could truly allow myself to answer that with 100% certainty. I knew that all I needed to do was know how to monetize that.
0: Yeah, and but I I agree. And I think what in amongst that, what you and I have had chats about this before, and it's easy to fall in a trap that you look at someone that you don't even know. You you don't even know if you don't know them intimately, like. I'll use Anthony Robbins as example because his name's come up. We, no one really knows how he's going, how he's performing, what what his life's like, unless you're Anthony Robbins. That's the mm. only person who truly knows, or maybe people close to him. So it's it's it is important to stop and and ask that question. Is is growing a big franchise what I truly wanted, which is what you said, and you went, "Well, no, hang on, it's not." it was maybe somebody else's ideal or it was somebody else's um, vision but to stop and go is this truly what i want to be doing with my life is is an important question to ask and you know you, we have to all be careful and i fall i fell into it earlier on too thinking that well what i'm doing now must be greater if you do it bigger and better and mm. all the rest of it well and better's not the right way maybe just bigger and and sometimes bigger is just bigger and you know, you can really lose yourself in the process of mm. you know why you started out in this journey in the first place. So, uh, that's the chats you and I have had many times about continuously checking in to go. Mm. You know, is the is the path I'm on? Is that truly my path? Is it congruent with what I want to do? And you know, am I heading in the right direction? And not not trying to compare yourself to somebody else.
1: Yeah, you know, and to add some value to to the listener here is. Is that you might be sitting here listening to that, going, "Oh my God, I'm currently doing something that I no longer, you know, that I don't want to do, or I, I, can, I can't see myself doing it forever." Sometimes we do these things as a means to an end, you know, as the stepping stone to the next thing. Yeah, but I started mm. getting into it. Okay, cool. Well, we've got a large community. Why don't I just? Why don't we start our own supplement company? Why don't we do? Yeah, yeah. Let's start a certification program. Let's. And it was just, it was doing these things because we could. And don't don't get me wrong, we did it really well, but whilst you're saying yes to something, you're saying no to something else. Mm-hmm. And for me, every time I was saying yes to something, you know, a, a new division to the business, or let me start this new show, or let me do this, I was saying no to what I truly knew, what was really though terrifying the shit out of me. And that was to give mm-hmm. myself permission to go, Brett. You do have a message. And you can communicate that to the world and you don't Mm -hmm. have to wait. You can do that right now. So that's where, that's where the context of this entire thing was born. You
0: know, I say say, say in the
1: dedication of the book, you know, the book's dedicated to, to to my friend. And, um, you know, I say your passing and the spirit with which you lived your life showed me that life is too short to not be given your full potential Um, And, you know, she gave me the most beautiful gift that I could ever have. And that was the realization Mm -hmm. of that. You know, now I live every single day with intention. You know, I, I love every single day with passion. And, you know, for me, I'll never give up on my dreams now because I realize that it could be, whether it's me, it could be someone else, another loved one around me and i want to make sure that i'm cherishing the moments that i do have now of course the other side to that is you know do i go out there and live a crazy life like it's my last day no of course not you have to you know live with some context but if you actually start awakening to the point that you know life is too short you know things can change rapidly mm. and if if you're not taking the opportunities that arise that you know are the most congruent with you, your values of how you're living your life, then you know you're, you're missing out on the most beautiful gift.
0: i have um, got to resist the temptation to uh, make us we, I know you and I could both talk for hours on end, and uh, you know having this chat, I, I, I think there's just needs to be a podcast series on some different topics within this main frame that we're talking about. Uh, um, uh, I, I, I want to get and move now to. To the book itself, mate, and I know mm. uh, you know your your purpose of coming on here was to share value, your story, and that was our that was our agenda behind this and and focus. I do want people to know, and mate, I well, actually I want to know as well. Uh, I, I want to know about the book and what people can expect, you mm. know, when they go through it. So, uh, mate, if you could if you could enlighten us with if someone was to read the book, you know, start to finish, what's the experience that you want these people to have and walk away with?
1: Yeah, cool. So I I guess the quick snapshot of the book itself is it's broken into a framework. Everything I do, whether it's in the business sense um, or in this case, you know, how do I actually, you know, turn this from a what most people may look at as a bit of a motivational piece to help you start living your full potential. But how do I actually make it a practical guide that you can actually take and start implementing strategies from it immediately to start seeing immediate results? And yes. I broke it down into four key categories. It's the discover, design, Develop and deliver, which ultimately leads to your destiny. So, if we look at the the first phase, which is what we call discover, it's about really understanding who you truly are, where you truly are right now. You know, and understand and uncovering who are you really. You know, when I first met you, I was like, I didn't know who the heck I was. You know, I was just trying to find out, and part of this is that process of of finding that. You know but for me one of the biggest things that you'll find in the discover phase is asking the tough questions you know to get to get the best answers you must ask the best questions and um, it's it's all about you know uncovering it you know, a lot of people say oh how do I find my purpose what is my purpose on this planet you know and I say and, and I talk about it in, in a bit of um, length in the book is you know you don't need to go and find your purpose it's already found you we just need to unlock that what is already there Um, so once you've done the uncovering the discovering phase you know we look at how to start building your best life you know how do you you actually start doing that and the second phase is design so we actually intentionally sit sit down and start looking and designing your life when I first um, created this framework and actually implemented it you know I had 174 days off right and that that was when I was you know I was talking about yep golf again on Monday golf on Friday you know, it was holidays here and there. And the only reason I had that was because I intentionally planned it. So we've got a process around that. And we look at um, creating your personal plan for greatness. We look at your surroundings and are they and how are they sabotaging your success? Then we actually intentionally sit down, we design your perfect surroundings. What does that look like? How should it be showing up? Um, Then the third phase is the develop phase. And this is broken down into four key categories itself I truly believe that in the development phase there's four key areas we must look at there's the physiology right which is the vessel that we are carrying around you know the two most important two most frequently asked questions and you know the listeners to hear your personal trainers will get this it's like how do I lose fat and how do I build muscle right what we should really be asking is how do I live longer and how do I live a greater quality of life two very important questions. So we look at physiology, we look at the psychology. Who is the person that you need to be showing up as? Who is your 2.0 version? Who is your 10.0 version? What does that look like? How do you need to be showing up? Um, Then we look at your personal knowledge. So how do you actually now, once you've designed the life you want to live, you may need to learn some new things. Highly likely you're going to have to learn some new things. So What's your learning style? How do you actually learn? And then, of course, the productivity side. So we look at how do you get more done in less time? Also in the develop phase, we look at creating your support network. You know, who's in your corner? Who's the person when you go out into the ring, you go throw the punches, you come back and you're like, man, I need some, I need some support right here. We need to, because what happens is most people are seeking support from the wrong people. You know and I share a story in the book actually about how I bought how I um, bought my first piece of land so my first section when I was 19 years old and the advice that my mother gave me at that time um, I won't I won't ruin the story but um, there was a goat involved in it um, <laughs> but it's it, um it was at the time I was just, I was seeking advice from the wrong person you know you're not going to go and get um, you know again you're not going to go I hope you don't go and get Advice from someone, um, you know, to build your personal training business. If they haven't done it. That's why you know you guys are the best at what you do, right? You need to be seeking people, and you, there's a strategy on how do you actually go out and find those people. And then in the fourth phase, which is the deliver, that's where the rubber hits the road. That's where you take what you've discovered and uncovered about who you truly are, what you really want to be doing. After you've designed your personal plan for greatness, you've developed the traits that you must develop in order to become the person that you must become to be able to actually go out there and start fulfilling this and then of course it's the deliver which is taking the action how do you actually take all of this because you could have the best personal plan for greatness but if you don't go out there and implement it then there's no point having the plan so we look at you know your rules for life we also look at the roadblocks that could be holding you back you know i shared one of them earlier for me the roadblock that was holding me back was life was okay. Yeah, you know, I didn't need to have a desire to go and, you know, follow my dreams per se. Because everything was going great, everything was fine. So the book is is broken down. Um that basically steps you through it. You know, there's there's a lot of um I guess questions that are posed within it, you know, and how you'll get the most bang for buck, and you know, it, how you're going to get the best results possible is is by allowing yourself to actually go through, st- answer the questions, and more so than give yourself the permission. So, um, mate, it's it's uh, it's a practical step by step guide almost, um, peppered in with you know some stories, some some things that people would never have heard about me, um, but not to share the story. It's like, how does that story relate? You know, one of the methods I share in there is the apprenticeship method, you know, become the apprentice, yeah. Um, and, you know, I share the story of how I was the first ever personal, uh, the first ever cabinet maker who got signed off as apprenticeship a year early. You know, that didn't happen by chance, you know. I've been following these processes for, for many, many, many years. And for me now, it's uh, it's great to be able to distill it into, you know, a a 190-page book, you know, it's a nice short read, um, and, uh, you know, anyone who has gotten any benefit out of anything we've even said tonight, uh, well today, tomorrow, whenever you're listening to this episode, um, you know, I'd be honored if you'd pick up a copy and, you know, actually go through it, um, because I don't want you to pick up a copy if you're not going to read it, you know where I get the biggest buzz from is when I get those personal messages saying, "Wow, I just did this," you know, and it could be something so simple as, you know, um, if you you jump into the design phase where we we share with you how do you actually design the environment you want, right? I remember I actually taught this at an, at an event. Yeah, you know, I got a message two days later from someone saying, "Wow, I, I just um, started designing my own working environment," and this is something I want to you know, share with everyone right now is. Um, I'm going on a bit of a tangent here, but you know you can see I I love this stuff and it's um, because I because I know it works That's the beautiful thing behind it But start now start sitting down and going is the environment you're currently in your working environment where you where you do your work Do you get excited about walking into that space? Something so simple do it tomorrow do it whenever you or if you're in your working space right now take a look around What about that space? Do you not like what about the space? Do you like and start setting the intention about what would you like, all right? So I'll stop there, mate, but that's, um, <laughs> you know, I could talk all week on this stuff, as you know, but um, it's it's a practical step-by-step guide to to helping you uncover and get what you want in life.
0: Awesome, mate. Uh, I, uh, mate, it's just been great listening to you, and, and uh, you know, it's that whole thing of, you know, we started back when you were a kid, and it's all those experiences, all those life processes that you've been through that, uh, you know, have come to this point where the book's, you know, written itself. Mm. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, I mean, we've got that personal relationship, so I, man, I, couldn't, I couldn't be more proud as a mate, a friend, you know, the whole bit, but more importantly, uh, the quality of this work knowing you personally and knowing what you've gone through and been through, even the time that I've known you, the, the, the countless hours, efforts, the, all the development that's gone into yourself uh, that has now come out in this book is, uh, mate, just priceless. So, I mean, next question I have, mate, uh, just so I'm clear on it as well, uh, for people that want to get a copy of the book who they have, you know, connected with you, heard your story, would like, like to, you know, like to take up the opportunity to get it, how, how are people getting it made and what's the what's the best ways for them to go and get themselves a copy?
1: Cool. So as of right now, we're in what we'd call launch mode. So because we're in launch mode, um, anyone who picks up a copy, we're also giving away $347 worth of bonuses. Um, so you can go to brettcampbell.net forward slash jason. If you go brettcampbell.net forward slash Jason, and as it currently sits, you'll pick up five bonuses. One of them is my, what we call our right now daily planning method. And this is the exact downloadable productivity planner that my team uses every single day. Um, We've got a training video there that's going to help you um, plan and prepare for your most productive days. That alone is, is worth the investment of the entire book. You can actually get a copy for the book for only $9.95 right now. Um, there is a $10 flat shipping and handling rate, um, but we're we're doing it for you know the, the best possible option we can right now. Another bonus that we're giving away is what we call Lean Body Secrets, which is where we talk about the physiology side of things. That also comes with an audio version. Another bonus is our Right Now Lifestyle Planner, so we talk about designing the life, we actually have a tool that we have that you can print off, blow it up um, as large as you like, and this is the exact tool that I use and I teach you know, my high-level consulting clients how to actually plan their year moving forward. Um, we've also got a bonus unstoppable confidence meditation which is just a self-guided uh, meditation to help you start unleashing your unstoppable power. And that's something, as, as weird as it sounds, I listen to it consistently myself. Um, And then, of course, another thing that I want to offer right now is I want this conversation to continue. I understand that, you know, we're going to be real here, right? We're going to keep it real is. Reading a book can be the next pathway, it can be a stepping stone for you moving forward to start achieving amazing things. We've all read a book in our past where we go, yeah, that book changed my life. But there's more to it than just the book. The conversation must continue. So currently we have open a VIP community as well where anyone can who picks up a copy will get access to the community and we will continue this conversation about you achieving what it is you truly want to achieve. Um, something also pretty cool that um, even you know if you can't pick up a copy for 9.95, it's out of your budget at the moment go at least go over to the page um, go to brettcampbell.net forward slash Jason and check out something that we've got there um, we've got some book bundles you know where you can pick up 10 copies of the book you get access to the audio book ebook all of those things we've even got where i'm giving away um, memberships to my authority academy coaching community but more importantly something that's never been done before is we've got the million dollar book experience so you can pick up one book for a million dollars Um, (laughs) and, and i and i say that with with you know, not not as a throwaway line. There's literally an offer there. You can go check it out on the website. Check out what you what you would get for it. Um, if you like a Lamborghini or Ferrari, it's your choice. Um, but there's many things there that you get with this. And there's I'm going to, and I think it could be great as well, uh, maybe for us um, more from a, a business perspective, because, again, I always love serving your audience because you guys have done so much for me, is we can probably have me back another time where... We can talk about this entire book concept, you know, like why am I having a million-dollar book experience? Why do I have that on my website? Why do I have a $200,000 Unleash Your Greatness Full Immersion experience? You know, I thought I'm selling a book here. I'm not selling a book, right? This has got nothing to do with a book. It's got everything to do with the message of what this book represents, and it's living life to your full potential
0: awesome brother that's um that's fantastic and I'll, I'll make sure i'll get the link off you the one that you said um so whenever people listen is going through our database that there's some way that'll be easy if they didn't uh, get it written down uh so mate well mate, absolute pleasure uh if i'm going to be interviewing anybody it's the people that i've personally had that connection with and journey with uh you know, in some shape or form, it's been an absolute. You know, absolutely. I mean, for me, for me, what, what, when you talk about what you do, this is what I, this is why I love what I do. That I've had to, the opportunity to meet you all back then, uh, play a part in your development, and then, you know, like you said earlier, then for me to then be a, a student of yours, great mates, all the rest of it, mate, it's just so invaluable and. uh you know, together we've done some pretty, pretty cool stuff, per, both personally professionally, and there's more to come. So, mate, uh, great to have you on board. A big congratulations from, uh, mate, for myself and on behalf of Crap PT Wealth in terms of all your accomplishments and getting this book out, mate. Yeah, uh, you know, just, mate, over the moon and very, very uh, proud of your efforts and everything you've uh, contributed to society, mate. So there's a lot more to come.
1: Mate, um, yeah, to that, you know, like I said, massive. Um, respect comes back to you um, you know and Brad uh, you know I guess you know from us with a personal relationship and, and things that you've done for me it's you know and I, I say this and I share this with everyone and I'll, I'll say it till the day I die you know mate you you are a massive influence um, and still remain to be a massive influence you know when we talk about this designing your support crew um, you know who's in your corner mate uh, you know if we're in a bar fight you're definitely in my corner, but, but on the same token, on the same token, you know, mate, you're the person that I know I can go to with my, you know, closest issues, things that I know I will get true transparency. And mate, that's a very rare thing to find in people. And it's, um, it's an absolute honor, bro. And I love you to bits.
0: Likewise, mate. I love you as well, and uh, I hope we're not in that bar fight, but just drinking at the bar. And uh, you know,
1: well, of course. But you know, if it, they're with they're, the size they're of they're your hands, trying, I want, I want, <laughs> I want you in my, I want you in my corner. I'll just say, mate, don't talk to my mate, Chase. He'll sort you out.
0: Now <laughs> I wish that. Um, now that I wish that we're doing this on audio, but we're we have obviously you know for people that don't know, uh, listeners, we're we're actually doing it via Skype, and we've got the video. And I, just at that point, I wish I could just put my big. Yeah. Just to, let me let me camera. sort of paint
1: the picture like you would if you were if you were trying to you know do some radio here, which we technically are. Jason's hands uh like Jason, you're a big guy, right? You're you're a solid dude. But um imagine tennis rackets that, that had fingers like but, but tennis rackets that the strings don't break. What breaks is the thing that's on the other side of it, but mate. Um, <laughs> maybe we can talk about that another episode we
0: will we'll do it mate so uh, look thanks for thanks for coming on mate and I uh, can't wait to get this out and share this with everybody and uh, mate we'll, you and I will be catching up real soon I hope everyone's enjoyed what they've uh, heard today and know, uh, yeah, taken away mm. you know some, some valuable points even more importantly if you want to grab the book I really recommend you do it's you know it's it's a small investment in yourself go and grab it and uh, mate uh, look mm. forward to connecting with you real soon bud
1: excellent brother appreciate you thanks so much
0: which is